mentioned that Percy had cystitis. Have I talked about no. that yet? Oh my God. It's been a whole thing. Oh no. Um, I don't know if we've recorded. Yeah, maybe we haven't recorded since this has happened. So Percy had cystitis. And it was like temporarily quite stressful. Um, yeah. So she started peeing everywhere. And I was like, is this just you being? Because some sometimes she does this thing if we move stuff around in the flat and she doesn't like it she'll just stop peeing everywhere yes. apparently it's very common yeah cats. classic cat do thing. that classic cat thing so we got this new tv unit mm-hmm. and it came into the house and it was at my mum and dad so i imagine it smelled like dog um so she she just she seemed fine with it like she was rubbing herself all over it like getting her scent on it and climbing on it mm-hmm. but she still started peeing everywhere so initially we were like okay is she just like not loving the change yeah um but then we got a bit worried because there was like a little bit of blood. And she's just seemed not herself. Yeah. So, and I got like freaked out. And it's so funny how like quickly your brain just Im- immediately goes to the worst possible thing. Oh, yeah. Um, which is what mine did. So, and also like taking Percy to the vet is such an ordeal because she just hates it. I think I, did I send you like a video of her like, growling at everyone and everything yeah um just hates it hates the vets so much and they never listened to me because i called them and i was like look this is a situation these are her symptoms Mm -hmm. i'm fairly sure it's just cystitis like all of my friends who have cats have said it's just cystitis and they were like we think you should bring her in and i was like i can bring her in but i'm telling you you will not be able to look at her yeah and they were like, well, come and get some gabapentin and sedate her. And I'm like, again, I'm telling you, I've given her the gabapentin before. It doesn't work. Her rage surpasses the sedative. Uh, they don't listen. So I went, I got the gabapentin, which is expensive, but of course. it is what it is. Give her the drugs. She's so dozy at home. The second we step into that vet, it's like she doesn't have a single drop of sedative in her system. <laughs> She's making the noise like a starting car. Like, yeah. and I'm like, why don't they listen to me? I know my child. Yeah. Like, just listen. And then, and the other thing is that like, I always say to them when I'm picking up the sedative, is this the maximum dose she can have? Because she's a seven kilo Bengal. Yeah. She's a big, strong girl and she's angry. Yeah. Give, give me give me the good stuff. Give me the good juice. And they never give me the good juice. <laughs> so I take her to the vet. She's growling at everyone. She's swiping. She's hissing at the world, including me. Yeah. Except she'll do this thing where she'll like hiss at me and I'll be like, Persephone. And then she kind of like butts her head against the thing to, as if to be like, look, sorry, mum. Sorry, I'm stressed. So I'm stressed. So, so, so I forgot myself. Anyway, I hand her over to the vet. She's looking at me like I'm betraying her. They take her into the back. Within about six minutes, they're back out. Like, yeah, we, we can't look at this cat. And I'm like, I told you. I told you so. Why do you not listen? And the vet was like, oh, and she could have a stronger dose of gabapentin. I'm like, again, I told you. I said, give me the strongest juice. She's what? an angry big girl. Yeah. Give me the strongest juice. But they're always, I guess they're wary of like her ODing or they think that and it's only when they see her that they realize that she really is like seven kilos of angry muscle. Yes. That they're like, oh. Is, is it the same vet that you always take her to? Yeah, it is. And I think I might have to find another one, but they're so nearby. Yeah. That's the thing. And because 
like I don't drive mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm like taking her on a bus or a tube is gonna stress her out this but I can walk to with her mm-hmm. you know so yeah but I don't know I'm gonna look into it because well it, it just seems like that just... would be like on her, in her files or something like right it's weird to me that like, like you have to go through it every time you think like they could pull up the cat and you could be like if you check the records here's what has happened every time you would you would think, wouldn't you? Yeah. But every single time it happens and every single time I'm frustrated. But it was okay. They gave us a medication and mm-hmm. um, she's been pretty much fine up until today when we moved the unit. Because we kind of just left it in the middle of the room because we were like, we don't want to move it again and stress her out. Yeah. But it's been like a good week now. Yeah. Everything's been fine. We were like, okay, we'll move it. She climbed up on my kitchen counter and peed in my porcelain baking tray, peed in it like she did with a frying pan that time. Climbed no. up on the kitchen counter and peed in my baking tray. This is my favorite weird thing that she. I know it's horrible, <laughs> but it's so funny. I've never heard of a cat. Like obviously, like we were saying, cats pee on things when they're upset and they get malicious. But in my experience, it's almost always like soft things. They pee on the bed or they pee in like no clothes she's like no she's so deliberate it's so deliberate it's so intentional it's like this thing that you you're about to put your dinner in (laughs) yeah i'm gonna pee in it now and now you have to throw it away because like i i I have to like yeah i I can't keep that like even if i cleaned it Mm -hmm. even if i scrubbed it with bleach no yeah there's no coming back from that. That's always going to be the baking tray the cat peed in. Yeah. Like, I can't serve people no. food I mean, from that. Cat pee is so powerful. Like, yeah. it's so hard to get out of normal things, let alone porcelain, which is, like, kind of porous. Exactly. And also, like, was it you that was telling me that when you bleach cat pee, it creates, like, Yes, it creates, like, mustard gas, gas basically. Right. So, so this, like, <laughs> toxic, toxic, noxious gas. Like, I can't it's, even bleach clean that It's literally a war crime. Like, you can't. Don't you can't make that. <laughs> no, no. And like, so, so that's what she did today. So she's fine. She's just like, I guess, annoyed yeah. that I rearranged, which is a problem for me because I like to rearrange things. Like when the vibe mm-hmm. and the flow of the room is off, I'm like, let me figure this out. Yeah. And, and she's Percy like, no. apparently, yeah, she disagrees with my feng shui choices mm-hmm. and pees everywhere. God. It's also funny. So, yeah. Like, Oh, wait, one clarifying question. Cystitis is like a UTI, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cat, a cat UTI. Yeah. Horrible. Cat UTI, yeah. Um, I yeah. hate a UTI, so I do feel bad. Um, yeah. I also think it was so... I think I this is what I said to you after you sent that video of her on the on the drugs, where, like, you also have a weird resistance <laughs> to pain, like, things. Yes, you did. T- yeah, I completely forgot this about myself until you reminded me. But I do. I um when I was having teeth removed, yes. they had to give me 16 anesthetic shots to remove four teeth. 16. That's, That's four tooth. Insane. Yeah, it's crazy. And like it was crazy. At a certain point like the, cuz the shots hurt. They like, do. They really hurt. At a certain they point really it's hurt. like just f- stop doing this and I guess rip out the tooth. Like this sucks. Honestly. <laughs> It was awful. They had to do it over. I had to go home and come back another day because they were oh like, we don't God. want to overdose you. <laughs> so I had to do like, no, I know. I know. So I had to do four. It was, so it was eight shots each over two oh, days. My each God. day, 16 in total. And yeah, and I completely forgot that. And I was like, oh my God, she really is mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she was like, I get it. What are they? They call it on TikTok. They always call it the, the cat distribution system. Have you seen this? Yes. And people say that. Yeah. And I, you get the cat you need, not the cat you want. Right. Like, yes. She's the cat I deserve. So. God, it's so funny. Um, yeah. Michael, Michael, sometimes he looks at us both and he's like, oh, so beautiful. So much work. <laughs> like, looking at both of us, just like. And we just look Whoops. at, we look back at him like, oh, well. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, maintenance girly. <laughs> um, speaking of cats. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I got to meet my, some of my friend's brand new kitten. Oh, my God. It's, it's six weeks old. Oh, wow. It's teeny. Because it was separated from its mom, so they had to bottle feed it at first. But now it's 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 now eating solid food, but it's tiny because it's also the runt of the litter. Oh my god! So goodness, it's just stop. it's literally it, this cat weighs one pound, and no. holding it in your hand is like this can't be real. This How, what is the? It's, give me give me a sense of like size. Like I need a big, um, like bigger than a. What is a good size? Yeah. Honestly, the size, like if you've seen like a full grown like rat, like a like a, a, a pet rat, but it's like yeah, that yeah, yeah. small. That's a pretty good size oh. comparison. Like so like would fit in like a little mug or something oh, like you could easily. put it in like a little a little teacup. Absolutely. In a teacup. Oh, like tiny. Like. Yeah, would fit easily in any shoe. Um, <gasps> tiny. Oh, still. Still has that like clumsy kitten energy where like well really high energy first of all like yeah. just wants to play all the time but also like isn't that good at running yet so like she trips all over herself. That's um, so cute. She's a little calico, classic like brown, orange, white splotches all over her. Um, her name is Cowboy, which I love. <gasps> I love that so much. <laughs> I love that I so know. much. It was honestly overwhelming. I was just, they have another calico that's full grown. So A, there's like a little and a big that you can like really see the size comparison yeah. with. Um, and like I did a lot this weekend, but I, I, it's like I blacked out. I only remember the kitten because it was just like. Yeah, of course. It's so small. It's so small. I, do you have photos? Oh, yes. of course I do. Yeah. Of course uh, you we'll, do. Okay, we'll, we'll post, post the photo. We'll post the photos. We must. Yeah, it's... Oof. Because um, I don't really have updates for my regular pets, because that's really... That was the highlight of my week. Um, yeah, of course. Every, but they're all good? Are they all just chilling? Yeah, they're all just chilling. I think. Oh, actually, this is a small update. I did... Cricket has been wearing belly bands, which are... Um, they're basically diapers for male dogs only. Um, okay. Because it's an attempt to help house train him. I was Is talking, he still not quite there? He's not quite there. In fact, it's been weirdly worse lately. And I was talking to my friend Susie, who was on the guest, who's had like one million fosters. Um, and she was like, oh, just get him belly bands. And I was like, but then is he just going to pee in like in his, his diaper all the yeah. time? And also we've been calling, we're very careful around him. We call them his big boy belly bands because we are yeah, really worried that like they're not diapers. They're big, they're big no, boy no. belly bands. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, we take him very seriously. <laughs> yes. And we kept saying like, you look very tough. Um, yeah. But basically 
she was saying her dog doesn't like peeing in them. So it's just like helps them get out of the habit of peeing in the house at all. That's um, quite good. And so far it's working. Like it's working great. And hopefully we can kind of wean him off of them once we kind of trust him. And he's like gets out of the habit of peeing in the house. Because that's the main problem is like I think he's just like, oh, you guys are busy. I'll just go. I'll It's fine. I'll go pee on the desk. And it's like, yeah, oh, sure. please, please don't. <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah. Um, Is it just peeing that he's doing at the moment? Yeah. Okay. Like every, you know, every once in a while he'll have have a poop accident. But those feel more like accidents. And Mm. like I I really think he knows not to, but it's like he couldn't, you know, we were gone a little bit too long and he didn't know what to do. And I don't, that weirdly, also easier to clean. (laughs) It is weirdly easier to clean, isn't it? Like, as long as it's solid, it's, like, great. I was going to say, if all the diet is all fine, you just scoop it up. Yes. The pee pee is such a pain to clean. And it gets (sighs) everywhere. Yes. And anything remotely porous. Oh, my God. I literally, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I had to pee. Yeah, it was so annoying today as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just Nightmare. Pee, pee month. So For we're sure. working on it. He looks great in his little dog diapers. Um, we, we'll also post photos yeah, of I'll that as well. I need, I need to see that. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, and he's good about it. He doesn't seem to mind, so it's fine. That's what's <laughs> going on over here. Um, cool. Today on Comfort Creatures, we are talking about um clouded leopards yeah because it is on friday the third it is international clouded leopard day of course very cool which we all know of course it is yeah it's (laughs) marked in all of our calendars yeah (laughs) um so we're gonna talk about that and then also we have some listener updates sort of kind of ready pet goes but they're more just some of you responded to some things. We've got a llama update from Ashley and a Chinese crested update from Katrina that I wanted to share with everyone because they're really fun. Okay, Ella, you were saying clouded leopards kind of got you into to cats to begin with? Yeah, because when I was little, my mom and dad... Um, I sponsored a clouded leopard for Christmas, like it was my Christmas yeah. present. So, you know, you get the little set, you get like a little toy clouded leopard mm-hmm. and then you get the, thank you for helping us save this endangered yeah. creature thing. And um, as a big animal kid, um, I think that was, I think I got some kind of a sponsor a pet every Christmas for years. That's like so clouded leopard was, it was, clouded leopard was the first, then it was a spider monkey and it was a dolphin. I did a dolphin quite oh, a few times. Of course I did. <laughs> so it was, there was always something like that. But yeah, Clouded Leopard was the first. So and um, I wish I could remember what I called the soft toy. Mm. I cannot remember at all. Maybe my mum will ask yeah. her. But anyway, I was very attached to it. So yeah. And then after that, for ages on the BBC, there was a, a TV show just called Big Cats. I was obsessed with this docu-series. <laughs> obsessed. It was on every Friday night at like five, which was right. It was like after like kids shows had ended and before The Simpsons. And I was just, oh, obsessed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Clouded Leopards are very responsible for my big cat love, for sure. I love that. Um, yeah, they're also fascinating, which I, there's, I don't know. I didn't expect 
this happens every time, honestly. Like, we say we're going to do an animal, and I'm like, okay, we'll see what we find. And then, like, within two minutes, I'm like, this is the most interesting thing I've ever read. I had no idea. <laughs> um, so kind of an overview. Clouded leopards. Uh, it's a wild cat inhabiting dense forests from the foothills of the Himalayas through the northeast India to mainland Southeast Asia into China. So that whole zone. Did you, well, here's a question. Did did your stuffed animal, did it have the classic, like, clouded leopard look? Was it accurate? I, I think yeah, so. I'm just curious, like, how, I guess, how detailed was it? Quite, quite detailed, detailed, if I remember cool. correctly. Yeah, quite detailed, for sure. Okay, cool. Because um, they're, they're kind of known for their, like, distinct, weird spots, basically. Mm. Um, they're, like, these large grayish blotches with like irregular spots and they look like clouds hence the name clouded leopards um yeah and they have like like the classic brownish yellow coat um they also there's some individual ones that have been reported in borneo indicating the species uh, may have may exhibit both dark and albino forms which wow feels also like different kinds of pokemon types you can get in borneo <laughs> yeah. did you say yeah I we might have to do like an episode on Borneo because there are other random animals in Borneo that I keep like the Borneo bay cat is is fascinating Ooh, as well. So yeah. we'll 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 circle back to that one. Yes, um, they also have really long tails. Their tails are like they they help them with balance, and so their tails are almost the same size as their bodies. They live in the forests and they are known for their incredible tree climbing abilities, and they have like super dexterous paws with specialized foot pads that make them even better climbers and they can fully go head first down trees what like totally vertical yes wow yeah they have these specialized ankle bones that allow for like varied positions for climbing and that also lets them go just like straight down a tree whereas like other wow. other like cats would kind of have fall they're like equipped to just like full climb like a monkey they also have the longest uh, teeth of any cat, like based on the proportion of its skull size. And they're like their whole jaw is also remarkably similar to that of a saber toothed cat. Really? Yeah. So like, and I'll get into that in a second because they have like really interesting like uh, genetic history uh, that I was like that was the part that I was like, oh my god. Um, yeah. So that's kind of their overview. They're adorable. Also, if that's not clear by this description they i feel like they're, they're very tough but also like looking at that i'm like that's the cutest thing i've ever seen yeah for sure um oh and they're they're like 27 to 42 inches long so they're you know a mid-sized big cat they're not mm. the biggest of the big cats mm. but i was also learning i had a weird like wikipedia hole with this where i had to leave wikipedia because i realized it was wrong about a thing um which you know it happens but it does. so I was learning about the the hyoid bone, which is a bone like all mammals have, including us. So due to a different bone structure in their neck, the clouded leopard cannot roar like the larger cats, but it can also not purr because it lacks the fully ossified hyoid bone that allows small cats this ability. So they can only make like growling, hissing and chuffing noises. They can't <laughs> purr or growl. Oh, or, or so roar oh. yeah and i guess so i was reading i was like just reading about that bone in general because i had never heard of it 
And so it's like a bone that we have in our necks, basically. Just human-wise, it's the only bone in the human body that is not connected to any other bones nearby. It's just wow. like loosely connected to muscles and ligaments. So why um, can't we roll? <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, well, actually, because of like, I mean, our whole structure is different, but it has yeah. to do with the hardness of the that bone. Oh, wow. So like for I'd us. I'd love to be able to roll. Ugh, it'd be incredible. Or so purr, cool. frankly. Yeah, right, for sure. Um, (laughs) But for us, that bone uh, is like what lets our like tongue does like helps with tongue movements and swallowing and things like that. Um, But yeah, for mammals, if the hyoid is not completely ossified, which means that like ossified means like hardened like a bone, like it's. Yeah. um, And lions are an example of this. um, It allows the animal to roar but not purr. So, and if the oh. hyoid is completely ossified, so like super hard, like cheetahs, um, the animal can't roar, but it can purr and meow. Oh. And that's what uh, house cats have also. Oh, wow. Right? That and, is so interesting. Yeah. So I was just like, I went a whole, like, I was like, cause it, it um, Wikipedia said that uh, clouded leopards could purr. And then I was doing more research outside of it. And it's like, no, they can't. They can't do either. They don't have the right thing. They just make the little chuffing noises. Yeah, they're somewhere in between That's the so two. Cute. And they can't do either. Um, yeah, so that was super interesting. And also that same bone in woodpeckers, uh, it's elongated with horns wrapping around the back of the skull. And that's what uh, lets woodpeckers like peck on things without getting like brain damage. Wow. Yeah. It's just one of those like incredible cool... feats of evolution. Exactly. Yes. Obsessed with that. Right? That's so interesting. Um speaking of cool feats of evolution, the clouded leopard is one. The clouded leopard is the first cat that genetically diverged like 6 million years ago from the common ancestor of the pantherine cats. Um and that like the family that includes jaguars, leopards, lions, tigers, snow leopards, and clouded leopards. Um, so basically, while all species of cats are classified as one family, the Philidae, genetic research has shown that the clouded leopard is the most closely related to the large cat species like the, of the ancient times. So clouded leopards wow. are not a type of leopard, leopard, as their name implies. They are a separate species of wild cat, as are snow leopards and leopards. Wow. Yeah. Um, and recent research, recent research has proposed that the clouded leopard branched from other members of the uh, Pantherinae family first over six million years ago, making them the most ancient feline species in the modern cat world. Wow. Which I think is so cool. Like That is so cool. They are like the most, basically that's why they still have, I think, those like saber tooth jaws. They are like. They're just oh, the OGs. Yeah, yeah. They're borderline, like the closest thing we have to like a prehistoric cat. I think that is so cool. so cool. So they diverged first. Mm-hmm. And so we've got this overarching family yeah. of, of like the, the original a- ancient cat. Yeah. And then from that, you got the cloud of leopards and then yeah. later on all of the others. Yeah. But, the, but, but another, but in terms, so you've got the cloud of leopards that have diverged, but also the snow leopard diverged. Yes. And then like normal leopards diverged exactly. as well. Exactly. And then eventually the jaguars. Leopards are cool. Leopards are cool. Like. Leopards are really cool. It's also, and I was just like, whoa. I, cause I fully thought that a clouded leopard was just a type of leopard. You know leopard. what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. But there are their own 
they're their own cats. They're their own ancient cat, which I thought was so cool. Yeah. The other thing that I like loved about, I guess in general, researching these is so cool is that in just researching what these eat, like what, what clouded leopards eat, I like learned about new types of animals. Like what? Well, okay. I'll just go through the list. Um, so in Thailand, they've been eating, uh, they eat uh, macaques, which is a type of monkey, which I knew. Yeah. But then an Indian hog deer, which is a type of deer that looks like a little, like it's a little chubby. Wow. <laughs> and then. Had no um, idea. They eat the slow loris. They eat porcupines somehow. I don't Wh- like. Whoa. Right. How do they do that? I would, I, I would hate to watch the video of it, but I am curious. You know what yeah, I mean? Where you're like, sure. I probably couldn't stomach it, but also. I want to know how. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, and then pangolins, which I, I think we should probably do an episode on because I yeah. fully forgot about them. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, what they're just like sand true, weird little, weird little things. They're really weird looking. Yeah. Um, but then I learned about the barking deer which is also ca- called a uh munchjack a, a munchjack oh yeah. we get those here you do yeah i've seen them in like friends gardens no in the countryside. Way. yeah yeah they're crazy looking they're like mini deer but like kind of weird yeah they're weird they have sharp teeth and they yell they do they've got they're quite short looking they do yell <laughs> yeah. you can hear them at night if you're in like norfolk or suffolk like you can hear them at night yeah it's cool wow Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, we'll I, we'll talk about, we'll talk about I love Muntjac later. Muntjacs, yeah. Okay. That, wow, you're just walking around with Muntjacs. Because I yeah. was like, what is this obscure little animal? Um, yeah, they are obscure. Because then I was just watching, like, I was just looking at their weird teeth. And I was like, this is kind of the scariest deer. Yeah, they are kind of, yeah. they You yeah. know, like. They're, they're quite brave. Like, I remember sat in, like, a friend's kitchen and one just walking into the garden and eating the apples that were on the floor. <laughs> Like, just shit. And we were just like, oh my God, there's a munjack in the garden. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> so so they, they'll eat those in pheasants from time. But then I also learned about binturong. Do you know about these? No. They're also called bear cats. And they're native to South and Southeast Asia. Um, and they look like, I mean, they look like a bear cat, but I kind of raccoon-like. They're also called bear weasels. I am picturing something. And they're bigger than you'd think. They're like... Oh, what? Yeah. Huh. So that's been part of what I was having fun is just like learning about all the animals that <laughs> clouded leopards eat. <laughs> they kind of look like... Binturongs kind of look like a kind of... Yeah, like a raccoon, red pandery type situation. Yeah. But if that thing was then like possessed by demons... <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah, right? like, like a demonic raccoon, kind of badgery, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, with the sort of the the nose and the whisker mm-hmm. situation of like a red panda type, yes, thing, but like possessed looking a little bit. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Some of them have really scary, like orange eyes. Yeah, yeah, but they're I kind of like them too. They're kind of. I mean, of like of they're so like that's they're very cool. They're very like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I they're like very, the idea like, of a demonic. This is a cool raccoon. pick for like. Um, like a witch's familiar. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
get get some binturongs in the fantasy books. I have not seen these enough. Yeah, right. People need to take advantage. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and then you know the kind of sad yet predictable population of yeah. uh, cloud leopards is that like they are pretty endangered. There's like less than ten thousand living and they're being poached and deforestation and it's really sad but yeah it's just the classic sad thing but hopefully there's you know there are a lot of um groups that are working to keep them alive especially knowing that like these are the ancient cats yeah like we have to keep them alive um so that's what the those are the main the highlights for me let's take a quick break and then when we come back ella has some cool mythology for us yeah Hi everyone, I'm Lara House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich, and sometimes it feels like the whole world is a dumpster fire. Right? There's too much to worry about. That's why we make Tiny Victories. It's a 15-minute podcast where we celebrate our minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. And listeners call in, like Valerie, who found the perfect gift for her daughter's boyfriend, and Adam, who finally turned his couch cushion the right way. And little happinesses, like how birdsong helps your brain. That's science. So join us in not freaking out for 15 minutes a week. That's Tiny Victories with Annabelle and Laura, Mondays on Maximum Fun. It's a tiny victory just to make a network promo. Honestly. Okay, so, I mean, it's kind of unsurprising that there are cool myths around the Clouded Leopard. Because, of course, there are. I'm surprised there aren't more. Mm -hmm. And, um... I don't know, speaking of witches familiars, yeah. maybe we'll have to write a story about a witch with a clouded leopard familiar. Yeah. I'll add it to my lineup of things to write about. But um, I found this really cool tale from Taiwan, um, from the indigenous Rukai people, um, about the former San black bear and the former San clouded leopard. And I looked up and I think Formosa is a place in Taiwan. Um and it's and very sadly the I don't think clouded leopards have been seen in in Taiwan for um, nearly ten years now. So the former San clouded leopard itself is extinct, um, which is really sad. But there is this really cool story. Yes. So basically, it is said that the black bear and the clouded leopard in Taiwan. Uh, both originally had really pale coats of white fur and were really like dull and boring in appearance. And um, they were they were friends and they were sort of complaining to each other about how boring they looked. Um, I kind of like to imagine it as like a sort of pre, like a movie, like pre makeover scene. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And they were sort of like, you know, okay, let's figure out how to zhuzh ourselves up. So... A pair met up in the woods one day. They each brought along tools with which to paint the other. And um, the leopard went first. So the leopard had to sit really patiently. And the bear decorated them. And the bear spent ages and was really meticulous, like a true artiste. (laughs) Um, And created these beautiful patterns resembling clouds on a backdrop of pale yellow. So, you know, after long hours of dedicated work, <laughs> the bear had created a masterpiece yeah. and the leopard looked fabulous. And then it was the bear's turn to be decorated. 
And the bear, as bears are wont to do, took a nap whilst the leopard was at work. But the leopard was a little bit lazy and a little bit shady and uh, couldn't be bothered to put in quite the, quite the same amount of effort as their friend. Yeah. Um, particularly because the bear was so big, the leopard was like, oh my God, it's going to take me ages. So the leopard went to a nearby pond, dug up loads of mud and just like sloshed it on, just chucked <laughs> it all over the bear. Um, except for a single crescent shaped spot across the bear's chest, mm-hmm. which remained the original pale color because the leopard ran out of mud and couldn't be bothered to go back to the pond <laughs> to get any more. <laughs> and then the bear woke up and was really mad. Um, and you know, like no longer dull and pale, but not anything as creative <laughs> yeah. and beautifully designed as the leopard. So the bear's feeling really cheated and chases the leopard, uh, intending to punish them. Mm-hmm. And the leopard runs up into a tree, which I think possibly is like a kind of folkloric explanation for why they're such good climbers. Yeah. Because they're running away from the bear. Yeah. And the bear's at the bottom and it's shouting up to the leopard and it's really like cussing the leopard out. And the leopard's like, look, look, look. As an apology, every time I hunt an animal and kill it, I will leave you half. I'll leave you some of the remains. Mm. So the bear agrees. And over the generations, Rukai hunters have reportedly seen clouded leopards in the wild leaving part of their kill and then that bit of the kill being scavenged by black bears. Oh. So there's this, there's this kind of idea that the leopards and the bears are sharing food. I love that. Um, yeah, so much fun. So I, I thought that was really cool, this idea that, like, the leopard got what it wanted and was like, I look great, and also, like, I don't want to be outshone. I don't want yeah. you to look better than me kind of thing. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, great. don't upstage me in the forest. <laughs> yeah. Also, I feel like it stays in line with a lot of cat like folklore tales where they're consistently like the cat did not want to do that. So they yeah, found a totally. different way and everyone totally. was mad at them. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. I love sure. that so much. Um, yeah. I also know, I don't know if it's probably not cloud leopards, but leopards in general, I think are like associated with Dionysus. Yeah, they are. Which is cool. Just like, Which is really cool. Hanging out got at a night. Vibes. Yeah, got exactly. a good vibes. Got a good vibes. Theater, wine, pleasure, parties. Yeah, leopards. Yeah. If I was ever, um, did you ever read like the Percy Jackson books or like? No, I mean, I, I know about them, but I didn't you, read them. Yeah. So like in the Percy Jackson books, all of the, it's like you go to like Camp Olympus, mm-hmm. and then you're in a cabin, and the cabin is like your parents you've got like zeus's kids cabin and all this i think i'd be a kid of dionysus if i were gonna be it because because like yeah like creativity wine good times i I would see that for myself (laughs) yeah it's also it feels like the one that you're like you just want to party but it's like no like i want to like lay around and paint like yeah totally i'm not trying to just like only socialize but it's also like i'm not trying to hunt yeah, I'm really not trying to hunt. <laughs> I'm really not trying to do the war no. thing. No. I just want to have a good time yeah. with the nymphs. Me and the nymphs yes. having a good time. Yes. <laughs> um, and the leopards. <laughs> incredible. So that's our that's our, our uh, clouded leopard speech, I was going to say. We'll call it a speech. <laughs> call it a speech. <laughs>
So we have a llama update from Ashley, which is so exciting. So uh, I, I will read out what has been written. Hi, ladies. First off, I love your show. I've had a rough year losing our 11-year-old Aussie, getting dehoused for two months due to wastewater flooding. Jesus. And losing our 17-year-old cat. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But whenever your opening song would come into my earbuds, I'd immediately smile and feel better. Thanks for helping me through this year. You're so welcome. That's so sweet. Yeah. Makes me so happy when people say that. I have a llama story to share with you that illustrates another use for llamas that I wasn't aware of. This is actually a friend's story, so I could be getting details wrong. Don't worry. My friend grew up in Kansas on a ranch and they had a guard llama for their sheep. I can't remember the llama's name, but apparently they're quite brave. So he'd keep the coyotes away from their sheep. However, my friend's family also grew alfalfa hay, which is higher quality than what they'd feed the sheep. And the llama apparently figured out how to get out of the sheep area by opening a latch, I assume, would lead his sheep over to the nicer, expensive hay for a feast. Oh, anytime I think of the story, the video in my head is of a very proud llama with his sheep prancing through the ranch to the tune of that goose song in the Aristocats. Thanks again for your amazing podcast. I loved Can I Pet Your Dog as well. I was devastated when you all announced it was ending, but Comfort Creatures is just as fantastic. Photos of Jake, the 11-year-old who passed away last August. Today is his birthday. Frisky, who we adopted right after losing Jake and who passed away about a month ago. And our new boy, Sago the Cattle Dog, attached. Cheers, Ashley. Oh, Ashley, firstly, I'm so sorry for your losses. I know. And just the, the generally tough time you've been through. I'm just sending you like love and light and, and hope that things improve. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we've been able to cheer you up a little bit. Um, a god llama, Alexis. <laughs> I know. A god llama. I know. I'm so delighted. I did because yeah, we had just we were talking about. about Danny, my family's llama, and we were like, "What are llamas for?" This was not yeah. a thing I knew about. Guarding, 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 guarding the sheep, leading them to the fancier alfalfa. And now I must get a llama. Yeah, I think like so. it's it's it's. When we buy our French castle, we're mm -hmm. having llamas, Alexis. Perfect. That's the plan. Um, we also, and again, thank you, Ashley, because all around, uh, thank you for listening. I'm sorry, and also, thank you for guard llamas. Um, yes. Also, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm determined to. Um, I want to find a, a video of a llama llamaing and then post it yeah. with that Aristocat song on Instagram. Ooh, I'm going to really make that my good. mission this week because that's such a good reference. It really is. It's and, like and you immediately totally... can see the strut. Yeah, the little sassy butts mm -hmm. like wiggling, mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in addition to this update, uh, Katrina, friend of the show, sent us a little uh, crest, Chinese crested dogs update after we did our... Um, world's ugliest dog episode so i yeah. wanted to play that for everyone because it's really sweet hi guys i don't have a a pet go thing but you guys were talking about ugly dogs and i knew i just knew the chinese crested was gonna get that number one spot did you know that not all of them are mostly hairless and the ones that have a full body of hair almost a full body of hair are called powder puffs and they are the cutest thing ever. And like me personally, I don't like, I'm not like super into the idea of a dog from a breeder for myself, but holy cow, 
a powder puff Chinese crested would get me. It would get me so fast. They are so stinking cute. I love the show, guys. Thank you. Perfect. Oh, okay. I'm Goog just Googling yeah, powder puff powder Chinese puff. crested. Just bear, bear with me. Yeah. You're going to love them because she's right. Shut up. Right? Shut up. They have gorgeous Shut up right now. Gorgeous coats. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, they're so cute. Right? They kind of look like little mini Afghan hounds. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They like, also, they look like, like a... Something about the way that their hair falls reminds me of... Yeah. Uh, oh, Saluki. So, yes, big facts. Reminds yeah, me of Saluki. Absolutely. It's such a... It's a mini Saluki situation. Yes. They are so cute. Yeah. So, thank you. Yeah, thanks for bringing those to our attention. Yeah, it it's is. good to know that there's... um Honestly, there's a glamorous version of every dog. Exactly. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening to the show yes we're coming up on our one year which is crazy can you believe it no honestly like where's that where's it gone i don't, I don't know <laughs> i feel like we just started um yeah. thank you for everyone who's listened it would really be helpful if you could leave a review and rate the show i think i've, I've been forgetting to ask for that but oh yeah that is useful use more of those um so please do that if you have a chance and follow us on Instagram, join the Discord, give your pets an extra pet for us. Yeah, yeah. Give, them, give them a hug and a kiss. Great. If any of you guys have cats that pee in weird places, <laughs> yeah. let me know so I feel less alone. Yeah, help Ella. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. And we'll see you next week. Until then, I've been Alexis B. Preston. I've been Ella McLeod. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.